This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Jason Hoover with Real 21 Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of real estate. Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow <laughs> and subscribe at the Talk of Music City Real Estate. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Well, you did so good there, Jason. Look at <laughs> Almost you. Almost so close. You're rolling right in <laughs> to job. the big man. And where is he this week? We're not going to talk about the other 25 times we took. I well, love it. this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, it's always so, so good to see you again. And we have a special guest today. The one and only Blake Johnson. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad yes, to be here. We're excited because, you know, is this, are we employees or are we business owners? That's the mm, question. Yeah. Very good question. And it's the question that we all have to ask ourselves. One thing that I love doing, you know, I'm, I, I teach a lot. Mm-hmm. And so one of the questions, especially for new agents, I'll say, you know, hey, uh, who in here has ever been an entrepreneur? Raise your hand. Mm-hmm. To see how many do not raise right. their hand. Right. Because that is the biggest gap for new agents to right. cross over is that W-2 mindset to that 1099. Right, exactly. and as soon as you can, boom. Big things, big things. But before we get started, we want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Music City Removal. They are the number one junk removal service in Nashville. From residential, commercial, and construction, they're experts in rating you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal Team knows the importance of respect and trust while in somebody else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. Never is. Never is. It is not. Well, we are so excited to have Mr. Blake Johnson with us. He is a real estate agent with Really One Group Music City. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you have been doing this business for how long? Well, um, I'm not new to real estate. I'm newly licensed, not new to real estate. I think I've been licensed all but three or four months. Okay. So um, fresh out of the womb. Um, a lot to learn. Uh, I'm on a really steep learning curve, but I'm not new to real estate. I got my first taste for real estate when I was sophomore in high school. Um, I was hired on as an assistant uh, property appraiser. And um, I really kind of got my idea for, okay, this is this is how they value homes. Sure. And so I did a lot of desktop appraisals and oh, yeah. I was going out and taking pictures and, you know, boondocks. I uh, grew up in uh, the Pacific Northwest. So okay. our jurisdiction was up in um, the first seven counties of uh, Washington. And then from there, just kind of spiraled and I, you know, graduated high school and um, 18, I moved to Nashville, not having an idea as to what I wanted to do sure. down here. And um, I was a corporate trainer for Starbucks for a while, but you know, $8 and 75 cents an hour wasn't going to pay the bills. <laughs> right. Um, that, might, that might be moving to a higher number here soon enough, yeah. right? I, I well, heard. you know, that Rumor was four, yeah, four, uh, if, if uh, only four years ago. Coffee. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're ex- uh, what eight dollar eight dollar <laughs> drink. It's, yeah, it's not even eight dollars. Me going through the drive thru right? Oh, Isn't that funny? Goodness. Too funny. Oh, so then, what did you do when you moved to Nashville yeah, for real estate? Uh, moved to Nashville, and um, the, the, like I said, the eight dollar and seventy five oh, yeah. cent now mm-hmm. that wasn't going to pay the bills. Um, so I quickly was trying to find. Uh, extra ways or or another way of making money. So, um, I, uh, went looking for apartments, although I know I couldn't afford it. And I walked into this apartment complex just right over here in cool Springs. And I, um, toured an apartment with, uh, my then roommate or becoming roommate. And I looked back in their office and I didn't see anybody in their office. And so I, uh, it was the assistant manager who was touring me uh-huh. and I said, okay, you know, I'm really interested in the apartment, but I'm more interested in the job. And sure. I see that you're pretty, uh, shorthanded or short staffed. Would you interview me for a job? And about a week later, that was an informal interview, but about a week later they offered me a job and I got a taste for uh, what real estate looked like on the other side of it and property management. And for about three and a half years, I kind of worked my way up from, managing 300 to 400 to 500 units at any given point and um, transitioned into another national property management position and um, life changed happened in 2020 um, so what I, happened in 2020 you know I uh, <laughs> I'm kidding um, <laughs> too funny well mostly, yeah I don't I don't want to mention you know the c word oh no, 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 that word okay yeah Monty's but, not here Celeste <laughs> Well, I thought joking. I was playing the role of money. <laughs> ah, I love it. So you got introduced to real estate. Right. Right. And I, I've loved it. So my, the, the previous position that I had, it was a requirement for me to have my real estate license. Oh. And so um, we negotiated lease contracts on behalf of our clients. I did executive corporate housing is basically what I did. And I ran our national um, operations and I opened up different offices around the country. Um, and I had some differences, uh, with, with just to say it plainly, I had some differences, um, didn't really necessarily like the way that it was structured. And as an entrepreneur, which we're going to talk about today, I knew that I can do this differently. And I knew I didn't want to necessarily answer to anybody. I I wanted to do it on my own. So I, we, we, uh, parted ways, if you will. And, um, you don't feel bad. I lost a job and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. So exactly. whether, whether you did or not, <laughs> Hey, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. So that is so true. So things happen for a reason. I'm a yep, big right. believer yep. in that. And yep. so many of you out there may be folks that are just, just start starting out in real estate. Right. right. Yeah. And so, you know, you think about our, like you said, you wanted to do something for you. You wanted to be your own boss right. per se. And I always laugh with that comment because as much as I feel like I'm my own boss, I feel like every client's my own boss, right? Yep. Meaning sometimes without putting right. those systems in place, you can let the day run you and you can have everybody else run your, you know, your schedule, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So, you know, there is a difference between being an employee, right? Mm-hmm. And being a, um, someone that is a business owner. Now I'm w 2 So I actually, as much as I have a very high rank, the way that they pay loan officers is Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. So technically I work for a company, but my mindset is very much a business owner. I always say, yeah, I always say I'm the, um, I'm a business owner within Mm -hmm. a business, right? I run a business within a business. So let's talk about it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So the uh, and, and I said you're you're a hybrid. It's but that is the truth is mm-hmm. that you really are because you're paid a certain way, but your mindset has to be the other way, right? right? So that you can build right. that business. And really, I mean, we could even go down that path um, about even uh, employees. You know, who is wanting to advance their careers need to start thinking like yeah. a, an entrepreneur. So true. Yeah. Um, so uh, Blake, question for you. Yeah. So you know this side of real estate, you know, it's a total different ball game right so when you uh in your brand new so everything is fresh what what do you think is um what's one of the surprises maybe or, or things that you weren't <laughs> you didn't realize uh oh. in your short yeah long three months well you know i i'm um i'm a jump in the deep end yeah. you know just get at it kind of and so i have really um low expectations um especially in anything pertaining to, you know, my professional, um, career. Um, we were actually just talking about this the other day on our group group call. It's managing the expectations, Mm -hmm. particularly we were talking about new construction with our clients. But, um, for me, um, it was recognizing that it was, uh, it was not 40 hours a week. I mean, I think that's probably the biggest downfall yeah. of most of these agents is and they I would agree. They, a lot they, of agents think that they get licensed, they get their dues, they're joined an association. They have that little, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be designation. And then they just think that that's all they have to do. Right. And, um, it, it's really unfortunate because that's when the ball starts running. That's, you know, when, you know, you're doing the marathon, they sound the alarm or sound the gun. That's when the race, that's when you start running the marathon. Yeah. Um, it's many, many, many marathons. It's not just 27 miles or how many miles is a marathon? <laughs> I've never run, run one, so I, I can't even tell to. you, but nor it, do it, I want to. Yeah. You, you know, got a, a valid point is a lot of people do get into this business because mm-hmm. they think they, they have the freedom. Right. And it, I always say, yes, you do have freedom. It's a structured freedom, though. Sure. Uh, you're running a business is harder than being an employee. Right. But you get to do it however you wish. Yeah. And some people don't want to be at mm-hmm. your level or mine either. No, right. They so, don't. and that's okay. And even from a sense with lending, I always say, what do you want to be? And yeah. let's get mm-hmm. you there, yeah, right? right? If you want to have the extra time to be home with your kids by a certain time frame, then let's structure the business around mm-hmm. that if you like. And again, it's going to look a little different than someone giving the 60, mm-hmm. 70, 90 hours you know, a week that possibly right. they're somebody newer in the business that right. wants to eventually maybe own their own, sure. right? Franchise, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. You're going you're gonna, to, you know, really the word, you're going to hustle like yep. like no other. You know, I remember when I was your age, moving to Nashville and getting into the, to the mortgage business. I was there at six o'clock every morning. I was the first one there and the last one to leave, you know, and I made the most in that position that I was in, but I had that mindset, you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm very grateful for my dad to have trained that a long time ago, right. even from a, a W2 standpoint, I t- teach each position in our office. You are the owner of that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Own it, take a hundred percent ownership, you know, and show me how you can wow, you know, and grow within that, you know, position or whatever. So you're right. Um, the time frame, the time it takes to be successful. And we're talking about the, the heart of an entrepreneur. Right. And I think, uh, one of the, uh, probably the foundation is your, your, uh, desire mm-hmm. has to match up with your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it does not, you're not going to hit your goals and it's going to be a, it, you're just going to, uh, um, you know, you're, well, it's going to be a mindset problem totally. because all of a sudden now real estate doesn't work. It's not working for me. And you're going to be looking for, uh, are you going to be seeing it in a way that is negative? Right. When it really is just, you set yourself up to fail. Totally. 
you're going to bottom out. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why it's one of the most critical things when we bring on new agents into, um, you know, Realty One Group here mm-hmm. is that they have to go through foundational training. Right. And it is our, it's one of our missions is to, is to make that change. You know, the, the 13% that make, right. that stay in business right. after two mm-hmm. years, we want to make that number larger. It's one of our missions that that number is even flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. And I think it starts with the question we always, you and I always ask, right? Are you committed? Or are you interested? Yeah, so if simple. you're committed to wanting to hit two loans, or excuse me, two transactions mm-hmm. a month, or one a month, right? I don't know what the average, what does an average real estate agent try to aim for? So many a year, six a year, um, 12 yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Okay, but whatever that goal is, are you even in, just interested in that goal? Or right. Are you truly committed to that goal, right? Yeah. It, meaning you don't have to do millions and millions of dollars, but whatever you put out, mm-hmm. are you just got one toe in or you got the full foot in, right? Like, right. are you totally going to give it all? So, you know, many of us have many different jobs. Some are, are moms out there and um, dads, you know, that have to manage the household and also mm-hmm. the family. So you have to give your all at the time that you're, you're in quality of life right you you, right exactly whatever you're going to do be present in the moment so you can 100 percent get everything out of you know that that there for sure so um absolutely so jumping in you've always had that spirit like you said right Mm -hmm. so you probably already knew i mean to have the guts to say hey i want the empty office you know Mm -hmm. like you already have that heart and that passion Mm -hmm. to to do something bigger you know there's other people out there that want to be self-employed but they still want to have that umbrella mm-hmm. of comfort which somebody Safety. else is assisting right right yeah, yeah. what was the um, or that uh, quote that um you know everybody wants what i've got but don't want to put in the time mm-hmm. that i did or something right. to mm-hmm. that effect mm-hmm. yeah. it's kind of the same thing it's, it, it's it's they look at the glamorous side of a successful entrepreneur i want that mm-hmm. then when you see behind the curtains Oh, I don't want to put in that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Right. And because a lot of it is, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you take some big chances Yeah. and yeah. especially when you're investing money back in your business and whenever you're just getting it going and you're making money, and this is where a lot of people mess up too. They make the money and they spend it mm-hmm. instead of taking the majority of that at the very beginning and start investing it back. I love what you said at a class I took a while back with you. You know, when you really are running your personal business like a business, you divide it up into multiple factors, right? Mm -hmm. So automatically that thousand dollars I made off of Mm -hmm. that house, so much is going to marketing, Mm -hmm. so much is going to taxes, so much is going to personal savings, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So technically I never really made, in my Mm -hmm. mind, I don't even see a thousand. I see my $300, let's just say, and everything else went went to all the other buckets because to be successful, you have to spend a dollar to make a dollar. I am truly right. believe. Yep. And when I started spending two, I made four. Like it started working, right? right? You are employing your money mm-hmm. to make more money for you. Mm-hmm. And um, that is conditioning. That's part of the conditioning of an entrepreneur. It's to start seeing your money like that mm-hmm. uh, so that you don't see uh, a $10,000 commission check you see $10,000 that is divided up into your different buckets. Mm -hmm. And you can easily do that because I'm, if I see it, I spend it kind of person. (laughs) So, and I spend it, let me tell you, right? So I make sure that I only see a certain amount, right? And I'm very thankful. My mom always took 50% of all my money, whether I was babysitting or anything. And I was like, why are you taking my money? But she was teaching me about a savings account, you know? And I see 
uh, credit profiles and asset profiles constantly and people don't have savings accounts. Right. Right. But in my business, I don't know if when it's going to fall. Mm-hmm. Possibly never, but I'm always thinking the world's coming to an end tomorrow, you know, mm-hmm. like someone bigger, you know, could come out and buy up the, the mortgage world. Or we talked about even Zillow, you know, you just right. never know. So you have to be prepared mm-hmm. for tomorrow. So that's my little savings, but I still want to live the lifestyle of fun. Right. So I have to have that little extra, right. but you can have it all come into one and then divvy up. And so you only see mm-hmm. so much in your regular, you know, so-called checking. Like I don't see my savings, oh, you know, yeah. and I make sure I, I'm not able to see it on purpose, you know, so and that's I, a way to do it. And I think to piggyback on that, what, what some newer agents are thinking is they're, they're getting discouraged because when they do that allocation, you know, I was, I was running budgets in the last company sure. and you know, when you get that $1, that $1 is not going to go directly out. You're going to yep. put that, you're going to allocate that to payroll. You're going to put that into marketing. You have to run basically yourself, your real estate endeavors, mm-hmm. like an actual business. And if you're not bringing home the bacon, like you want to, you know, you're bringing home the thinly sliced bacon and not the thick cut bacon, then you need to figure out where your time is being allocated. Right. If your time is being allocated in, you know, we were talking about 12 week, um, which is a fantastic book. I just love that book. The 12, the book? Uh, 12 week, the 12 week year, Yeah, 12 oh, okay. week year. It's basically, I would, I would expand it a little. It's kind of like a, I love Zig Ziglar. He's amazing. The whole idea of reverse engineering your goals, mm-hmm. you know, setting it out five, 10, whatever years, and then walking it backwards. And you know, the 12 week, uh, 12 week year for agents is amazing. Where was I going with this? Oh, it's, it's where am I spending my time today? And mm-hmm. is it blue chip or is it white, white chip? chip? Exactly. Yeah. Am I, am blue I means what? That's your more important task. Okay. Right? Yeah. I do green and red, you okay. know, like stay in the green money, money making activities. There we yeah. go. Right. Am yeah. I, am I, spend, am I spending mm-hmm. my yeah. eight hour a day, four hours on social media? Well, that's not bringing me, that's not bringing me the, the big bacon, you know, that's sure. The, I yeah. love the thick cut bacon, <laughs> not too crispy, not too limp, you know, right in between. Hey, no. a little fun fact, cook it in the air fryer for 10 minutes. Wow. There's no smell in your house. There's no grease. Done. Really? done. Write that fryer. down. Write that down. Oh, too funny. So yes, going with that though, it is scheduling out your time. Now, when starting out, even people with being an originator, I've, it's a long road. Don't mm-hmm. you think? It's not short. So some oh, people yeah. quickly get in and they're like, I want to be successful tomorrow. Yeah. And I said, we have to, it's like a video game. I bring them back. I don't age myself, but I bring them back to like Mario Brothers, you know? I'm like, you know. Well, Monty is Pong. <laughs> Frogger. Wait, when was Frogger? No, wait a He's minute. like, what I are you talking Monty's about? Monty the can. Oh, oh, yeah, I was going to say. Mm. <laughs> but I bring him back to, if you think about it, I like to play, it's easy for, I'm a simple girl. Yeah. I like simple steps. You got to ace the levels, every level right. to get to the next, right. right? And it may take me five years, right? To think that I've opened CMG Financial, this will be going on eight, a full, like we're starting our eighth year, right? Mm-hmm. So a full seven years. To know where I was right. and to know where we are, mm-hmm. it's quite amazing. Did, would I ever imagine ever hitting these goals? No, but all I knew in my mind is I wanted to do something big. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I had to accomplish every level, you know, and ace that level and do it really, really well and make lots of failures yeah. and make lots of mistakes. And that's so you hard do. with being a business owner. You're like, I failed. No, oh, get yeah. back up. Yeah. What is um, how Alrod said? You get five minutes to bitch. Or complain. Yeah, something you know? like that. And I would spend a day. 
or two or <laughs> right. a week and I would be paralyzed and right. I'd be so sad and I'd be in my bed and you know like things weren't happening and that happens doesn't that happen like yeah. some people something right now you feel like you work so hard yeah. as a beginner in this business and then it doesn't work out it left. and do you just feel like you know how do you keep going with that somebody that's brand new well you you know, I've been working on this for a while. So I think I knew I was an entrepreneur since I was 13 years old. Sure. I found an op- there was an opportunity in my community to um, create websites for people. I, I founded an, um, well, a non-legitimate company called websites by Blake.com. <laughs> and I went uh, thir- 13 years old. I figured out how to Love do it. HTML and all that good junk. And I went to these webs, uh, these companies that didn't have websites. And so I'm like, Hey, can I, I'm building a portfolio. I'm not going to charge you a dime. Can I build a website for you? And so 13 actually would be a decade, um, be 24 on a Saturday. Happy birthday to me. No, I thought it was a sound effect. I thought, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Um, I need more cowbell. (laughs) Cowbell. Um, but I, I, I've, I've conditioned myself over the, over the years that I've been failing, Mm -hmm. um, to really understand what that looks like. And at first failure, it would paralyze me like Mm -hmm. you're talking about, but now fit, uh, what we were talking about with Monty right before he left was it fuels me. Opposition fuels me. Challenges fuels me because mm-hmm. it makes me analyze. I'm an, uh, I'm, I'm an analytical. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm a hybrid between a Jason and a Monty, you know, Monty's big picture. I love Monty and Jason. I think Jason's big picture, but he has this, just this numbers analytical. Jason's incredible. And I, you're Can incredible too. The, uh, the clip don't there. leave up. Don't yeah. me, leave me out. And Carrie Ann's incredible <laughs> too. Joking, yeah. There's, there, there's your sound bite. Yeah. Carrie there you go. There's your sound bite, Jason. Just joking. Um, so I've conditioned myself to fail. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Failing something. Failing forward that, is so key exactly. when you get to learn that, but it's hard at well, the times, you know? And here's one thing um, I want to talk about just for a moment, because um, I see this too often in the same vein is that we have got to get back to enjoying the journey oh, yeah. because and the process yeah, yeah the, it's the journey that you love it's the journey that uh, develops the entrepreneur and we had this goal in mind and once we accomplish it it's it's not over mm. and i realized this a long time ago was that i kept um, going from you know one thing to another wanting to it's almost like trying to get satisfaction and i would forget to enjoy the journey. Mm, so true. And, um, and then I started looking at some of these, uh, you know, uh, other entrepreneurs, you know, the very successful entrepreneurs, they all have multiple businesses and it's not just for income. Right. It's because they enjoy that journey. They mm. enjoy building, creating, designing. Mm. That is what an entrepreneur is. Mm-hmm. An entrepreneur is not just to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, a lot of people, a lot of the agents, we need to we need to understand and and really embrace that. Well, we're so lucky too with this industry mm-hmm. that it's something new every day, don't it you is. think? I mean, it's a new person, mm-hmm. it's a new scenario, it's a new house. You know, that makes it fun, mm-hmm. and so it, it can be something that you. It's like a rebirth, technically. Right. You know, every day, and again. 
success, what does that really mean for each yeah. business owner? Individually defined. It is. Yeah. And that's why I like the, uh, you know, the end of the year is whenever we go back, I kind of, you know, go back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know, come October and then November, December. Well, October and November, we are looking, what do we do or what did we do? What do we want to do? And then December is usually when we start implementing the things. Mm-hmm. I love that time of year because that is when and it's probably like the artistic part of me. It's we're going back to the drawing board and, you know, dreaming it up again. Yeah. What do we want to do next year? And so I, I love After that you take a two week nap, <laughs> kind of exhaustion from right? the whole year. Last yes. year was one of those years for sure. But after my two week nap, I am re- rebooted. Like yeah. I've got a new excitement, you know, a new outlook for the new year. Mm-hmm. And you know, the bar was raised really high last year. And so why not keep it there yeah. or even try to find a way to take it to another level? And who's stopping any of us? Right. Like nobody is, right? And that's what's so cool about being a business owner mm-hmm. and somebody who has that mindset and that grit and that hope for something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're searching for something. You know, at the end of the day, mortgages may have been my stepping stone to an ice cream, you know, business. <laughs> sure. you just, that's really where I want to head, you know, a singing yeah. ice cream business <laughs> seems weird. But again, but you, you just never know. She wants to open a snow cone shop. Oh my gosh, yes. We could be singing on the <laughs> side with her with our cold treats. I mean, seriously, we're, we've got that in common. But I mean, there's that's what we're saying. You know, this sometimes could feel like a job if you let it yeah. take control of you. But if you take control and you start with that foundation, like we talked about a mm-hmm. long time ago, and you really build it up layer by layer and layer, and then you have the business working for itself, because you could. Mm-hmm. But what I remember a long time ago is I said, you know what, I could be a manager and hire a bunch of loan officers and just manage. Mm-hmm. And my income can be... Um, connected to whatever their work ethic is. Hmm. But again, if they don't choose to work and it's up, it's up to them then I don't get paid. So I said, never will I ever put my daughter's livelihood Mm -hmm. in the hands of anybody else but myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I get up and and, you get to make that decision. Yes. And I, and everybody gets to do Mm -hmm. that for themselves, which is great when you are a true, you know, business owner. And yes, do, does somebody else write my checks, et cetera, et cetera. And I very kindly remind them how much they do need to pay me <laughs> from the agreement on, um, but I get paid this because I work harder, you right. know, and I am driven that way. Um, but every personality is a little bit, you know, a little bit different. But again, remember that you're the one deciding how much you want to get paid. You can get paid. What, we're not capped. Oh, no. None of us are, which is so cool. You know, you can turn it up or turn it down, whatever yeah. you would like to do, which is wonderful. I've got one loan officer who wanted to retire. And so we helped move her in that direction, but she's still getting paid. It's perfect. Amazing. Yeah. Right. I mean, she deserves to get paid after being in the business 35 years, I think. Wow. So yes. you can do that too. It's all about how you truly set it up mm. for you, but it starts with now, right? Mm-hmm. It starts with today. What other business things do you think about when you are getting right now, starting your foundation? Now, keep in mind, this guy keeps me busy. So he has jumped in that deep end <laughs> and he is doing an amazing <laughs> job already. And I love it. And he asks lots of questions. I will tell you, to be a good business owner, mm-hmm. you need to ask lots of questions, right? That's right. Because somebody else may know the answer to help right. you, right. you know, continue to right. build that confidence. So what other things do you, you have in place? You were talking about foundation and, you, you know, you, we teach it weekly class. Mm-hmm foundations and because we truly believe and I, I believe at the heart of hearts 
is that you're not going to accomplish anything professionally or personally without a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible talks about, are you going to build a house on sand? Are you going to build a house on the rock? I want to build a house on a rock because I don't want wind, whatever it may be, whether it's a recession or whatever it looks like for my house to be toppling over, you know? So, um, I think, you know, putting business kind of aside, we have to get it right with ourselves. Because yep. if, if we're going to set these goals, these business goals, whatever they may be, but we don't have it right mm-hmm, here, right. up here and right here, then there's no way in hell is it going to be accomplished. I, you know, I always talk about your interior is far, ex, ex, is far superior than your exterior. Your interior is far superior than your exterior. And Love so that. if, if mm-hmm. you know, your self-talk, how are you talking right. to yourself, right? You know, you I had to, I had to learn this the hard way when I moved to Nashville at a ripe age of 18 years old and I knew nobody. I knew nothing. All I all I can provide was a good work ethic and a good attitude. Mm-hmm. And then from that I knew that what I was put on this earth to do was to help people. Mm-hmm. And at the time, helping people was serving them a Starbucks drink, $8 Starbucks drink. And then tr- transitioned into, you know, negotiating lease contracts. And then from there it turned into helping executives find mm-hmm. housing. And then now I I found what I think to be my calling and is that is helping people with probably one of the biggest purchases of their life. You know, that's one aspect, you know, I'm a real estate agent by day, but I'm also a, um, an advisor and a consultant for a couple of companies because I'm truly passionate about motivation and encouragement and really getting that personal self-talk. Yeah, that's um, great. Start with us and then work outwards. So, um, yeah, that's the, the internal, as you say, is uh, so much more important because, right. uh, and especially for entrepreneurs, because you are going to be on a roller coaster. Oh yeah, yeah we're, we're always on roller coasters, and that's kind of one of the things that makes it so fun, mm-hmm. right? You know, you, you have the highs, you have the lows, but uh, if you don't have a good, uh, solid uh, foundation internally, right. then you will crumble. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so true. And you know, there's no age in this business. No. You know, we're looking at somebody on the Especially younger side. Especially for realtors, our business cards never change. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Keep the 80s going strong. Um, but let me tell you, the so there's people probably out there that maybe are newer at an older age, mm-hmm. right? You can still be a business owner, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, Kentucky Fried right. Chicken, I think started in yeah. his 50s, right? Yeah. I mean, so you if you, have, if you have that spirit and that excitement to take back ownership for you and do it your way, what I love is I can get every idea, I snag them all. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I twist them for myself mm-hmm. and I make it me. Right? right. And you can do the same and you can create your own very successful business. However you want to make it, which is great, right. but it starts within. Yep. It starts with the systems. It starts with making sure you have money at the bottom line. <laughs> money, <laughs> the negative P and L's that are being sent to me lately. I'm like, is this really <laughs> happening? How do you think you're going to get a house with the negative P and L? So we don't want that. We want positive P and L's. <laughs> we want to make sure we're making some money. Right. And we're, we're, you know, putting it into the places that are going to help you grow, right. you know, and those would be next classes and things that we can talk about leveraging, et cetera. But truly we are business owners. Yes. Welcome to the business world. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's always good to have you here. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you Blake. Blake. Great. Always good to see you, Mr. Jason. Thanks Same for here, listening, here, yeah. everybody. We'll be back. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate.